This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey everyone, I've got a really quick thing to tell you before we get into the show. Right now, roosterteeth.com has first memberships on discount. That's right, you can use a special code to get a year of first membership for $45. That's 35% off. All you gotta do is go to roosterteeth.com slash sign up and use the code FIRST45. And then you can use that first membership to watch some really cool like stuff we have up on the site, like you know Haunter or, or Weird Place. You can listen to podcasts without ads on them. It's pretty cool, and it supports us directly. So give that a shot. Again, roosterteeth.com slash sign up. Use first 45 as the promo code, and uh, get yourself a year first. When walking around a theme park, you're surrounded by the sounds of children, entertainment, and roller coasters. But just because you're in a fantasy land does not mean you are immune to the scary things that could happen there. Let's explore the haunted side of theme parks on today's annual pass. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, shows, attractions, roller coasters. If it happens in a theme park, it happens here on Annual Pass. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me as always are my lovely, beautiful, and talented co-hosts, BK and Jeff Ramsey. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Hi. BK. Hi. Jeff, you have a question? I have a question. What's that, sir? You did. So we're doing a crossover episode between yep. Annual Pass and Red Web. I mean, you just take my thunder, but go ahead. Did you do the <laughs> intro like that just to show them that what they do isn't that hard and you could do it without even trying. <laughs> no, okay. I, because I, I, it worked. Right. Because well, it worked. On. There was invited a, us I mean, into a I was confrontation. The viewers will probably see a jump cut there where Jack had to retake something. That's Let me true. just go ahead and point that also, one the viewers out. might not see me redo it after everyone leaves. I was <laughs> <laughs> say, I was a big fan of Red Web until I saw you how easy it was for you to do their hey, job for them. Wow. And now I'm now I'm starting to second guess. Uh, well, hey, uh, thank you, Jeffrey, for the, the, the beautiful lead-in <laughs> to my conversation yeah. here. We have a special episode of Annual Pass today we have our friends from red web joining us we got trevor collins and alfredo diaz hey, hi guys what's up well, welcome it's, it's web red web red oh, i'm yes, sorry i got you. it backwards uh, uh well, yes. you get it right so i brought you guys on today because we're going to talk about some spooky things on annual pass today some uh some mysteries conspiracy type things and uh that being said as a heads up for maybe some of our younger listeners who you know don't always you know enjoy the scary things we're going to talk about a little bit more macabre type stuff on the show today that means a little bit a little bit scary scarier. don't say big words when you're talking I about know, right. Kids. Right. macabre Okay. Huh? Huh? It's spoopy. If you don't like the spoop, I'm sorry. So, you know, you know we are going to talk about some unfortunate events that I, that occurred in various theme parks all over the country. Like that so, one in India the other day that was all over Reddit? Uh, Did you see that video? Let's start with that one. So, yeah, let's, let's, that? I, well, anyway, we're going to talk about some scary <laughs> stuff. So if you don't like hearing kind of like, you know, some bad things that could happen to you in theme parks, Maybe this isn't your episode, but thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. We love you very much. We'll be back with normal episodes soon. So, uh, that being said, India, what happened in India, Jeff? You didn't see one of those spinners that oh, goes up in the air yeah. on the pole. It just, oh. like, slammed down. All oh. the people, like, bounced out. Really? It was all over Reddit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, bloody theme park horror as rides snapped mid-swing, smashing two thrill-seekers to death. Yeah, oh, that's them. Good God. Yeah. No, I did oh. not uh, did not look into that no, very thank much. thank you. Well, uh, I, I wouldn't have brought it up, but this is the episode. This is the this is the episode <laughs> we're allowed to talk about some spookier you know stuff. Those, those droppers is is that the one ones of those I hate? Where your legs are dangling, you're spinning. That the, sw the swings, yeah, yeah, yeah. the swings. Oh, oh, I never want to put my feet under the seat because it's that because yeah. it lets loose and it comes it gets, down. Gets caught and rips out a limb. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you no. don't have feet anymore. Don't get, I mean, you I still have them. They're just not on you. I will pretty much ride any theme park attraction, but the swings, the ones where you spin around and it's just just a chain, literally like a swing. It is just a chain. Those the ones that freak me out the most. I can't do those. Yeah, I'll be honest. On Red Web, we talk about mysteries, murders, and like really gruesome stuff. This yeah. is 
honestly debatably more light. terrifying <laughs> um, well that, that's that's the thing we're going to talk about today because theme parks you feel pretty safe you pretty you feel secure millions of people go through these things yeah you never it, think about the other stuff that happens at parks because you know they say like oh you've got a one in a million chance of this happening there's a 40 to 50 million people who go through these parks every single year so that one in a million chance is going to happen 40 to 50 times so we don't do that math they yeah. do that they say that it could happen to you I would say it might happen to you. Wait! <laughs> Let's go one yeah. step further and say because it's October, it will yeah. happen <laughs> there you to go. you. Uh, also, don't forget, we've got some merchandise up at the store, store.roosteeth.com. I'm wearing my new, uh, I, I survived so the, the annual past podcast. For today's we also have a pin. We have the uh, we have our, our faces one, where it's all oh, the yes. Universal Monsters with uh, BK, Jeffrey, oh, myself, and Ben. Producer Ben as well. Ben doesn't have a microphone today. It's the first time he doesn't have a mic in a while. Damn. We brought it in. Took it away. So Jeff, Jeff is using Ben, producer Ben's mic. So I'll be Ben today. He'll to scream. All right, we'll make you look up stuff. That Alexa. That's we, we only have like a fat little uh, thicked up ghost. Oh, I thought you were talking about Christian. No. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's our producer, but no, yeah. we have a mascot. Baby hands. What he lacks in his hands, he makes up for in his rump. Yeah. Nice. Uh, very he's very thick. cute. Nice. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive into it. So I have, a, I have a series of different stories here across many, many different places. Okay. Uh, we'll finish with all the Disney stuff because everyone wants to hear about Disney. Yes. There's yeah. plenty of spooky stuff. Where are the bodies, Jack? Those frozen head? Uh, yeah, frozen head. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. All right. So let's get let's start somewhere uh, near and dear to Jeff's heart. We're going to talk about Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. Have you ever been there before? Yes. Yeah. Are you nervous? How far from no, I just don't know why it's near and dear to my heart. I lived in New Jersey. I don't consider New Jersey to be near or dear. Well, I mean, that was I'm closer than anyone else here. I, mean, I didn't BK hate in New York for a bit. New, I, guess. I guess that's true. Is yeah. it close to Hoboken? I, I don't, I don't. Uh, it's southwest of Hoboken. There was a spree where Jeff was enamored with the word Hoboken. <laughs> so, I, I mean... <laughs> yes. Hoboken? I do, Hoboken? I do like I the word wrong? Hoboken. Yeah. <laughs> I would never want to live there, but I, I do like to say it. All right, so it's Six Flags Great Adventure. Uh, there's a, a roller coaster called Rolling Thunder. A park employee died uh, in August 16th, 1981. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that Jeff. wasn't, I thought that was a joke. <laughs> Wait, did he just laugh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh it's yeah. going to be one of these episodes. Oh, so, yeah, Park oh, Boy yeah. died August 16th, 1981, attempting something incredibly stupid and dangerous. Okay. okay. Well, no. Rolling Thunder stood in the Frontier Adventures section of Six Flags Great Adventure from 1979 till 2013, and its prime was an exciting dual-tracked racing wooden roller coaster, 96 feet tall, 56 miles per hour top speed, over oh, 3,300 no. feet long, and built with over 60 miles of Douglas fir lumber. And we had to get very specific on Douglas the lumber there. Fir. There's a good. Uh, Wait, is there a reason? Is is was, was it's got a type good spring to it? You know, <laughs> it's, good, it, it's good wood. The cause it of death? It's good wood. It's good wood. Crisp. It's smooth. Douglas fir is good wood. It Douglas fir splinters not so much, or I, probably not. It probably oh, okay. has a little flex. I'll, to it. I'll take it anything that's not Knott's Berry Farm. That <laughs> right, <laughs> place right, looks right, like right. it's breaking apart every day. In Rolling Thunder's third season of operation, 20-year-old park employee Scott Tyler of Middletown, New Jersey, was killed during a morning test ride. Mr. Tyler, who had worked at the park for several summers was test riding the Rolling Thunder roller coaster just before 10 a.m. opening the park when he fell to his death. An, an autopsy showed that he had died of a fractured skull and multiple injuries. Officials estimated the car had been traveling around 35 miles per hour at the time of the accident and said that Mr. Tyler had not put down a safety bar before he began, began the test run. Oh, In other words, in other words, the daredevil climbed out of the lap bar, holding on for dear life until the roller coaster train hit the high speed turn and he was thrown off. So dude was just standing and the car is mean, holding on to it. I can't believe BK laughed at that. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty rude. Well, you yeah. didn't see this. That was cut uh, out. It was a good five minutes too. The dead like that. 
But I mean, like to to it's a <laughs> test sorry, run. BK. I'm just witnessing yeah, and, and, and then on top of here. it being a test run, you don't put the seatbelt on, and you're standing up. Like I mean, yeah. you're just kind of asking for right. it. To be honest, uh, that's the, silly. The coaster was thoroughly inspected by state officials, deemed structurally and mechanically safe, and was reopened two days later. Uh, yeah, modern theme park rides have so many redundant safety features and procedures <laughs> that'll be difficult for such a tragedy to happen again. Legend has it among the Rolling Thunder crew that the Jesus Jeffrey, are you okay? I'm just over there? thinking about how anybody would get on that ride two days later after somebody <laughs> dies. Listen, like, the, no, no, it's fine. We it checked. It wasn't it's a safe. mechanical. Okay. Yeah, 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 that was just it, an idiot. It, Still, it's, exactly it's, true, it's dark. That's dark. You can't. It, would I mean, you? It is, well, all right. If okay. you're to tell me that, like, oh, you know, people. You know, people on this plane, the uh, the plane crash or whatever. But then you were to tell me, I'd say, yeah, the pilot just gunned it down. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, it's like obviously, like the the pilot's fault. Yeah, that's unfortunate. This guy who was yeah, in but the, in your he, scenario, the plane doesn't make it out the other side. It's I'm a totally saying. different plane. Oh, that's like, true. Like, like, all right, you're at Six Flags Great America. You to you're, you're there for sat. you're on vacation, right? Same. You're there for three days. You go there, the ride's open, then it's not open. Everybody's talking about it all over the park. Your last day of the ride, it's open again. You're getting in line and getting on that ride. You personally, yeah, it's gonna be the shortest yeah. line in the town. <laughs> yeah, man, I want to ride that multiple times. You have a good time. point. You yeah, have a good point you're kidding me. That thing just got inspected, right? Yeah. Like, Freshly inspected. You know what? Good. I don't think it should be able to go without the lap bars down. But, but yeah, but I mean, that's, 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 that's it, that's it doesn't it. now. That's Safety the thing. first, right? So yeah. uh, last bit here. Legend has it among the Rolling Thunder crew that the deceased operator haunted the ride, and that every year on the anniversary of his death, which is August August 16th, something strange always happened, including phantom error messages, a broken proximity switch and blown lift transformers. What kind of error messages? I don't know. That's sick. That's pretty awesome. Like, Does I anybody mean, lap bar like flip up on the back? <laughs> yeah. like, this is awesome. I, no! I imagine. I mean, like if they were opening this ride, like this guy like went off to do a test run. There had to be someone at the loading station too. And it's like it comes back around someone and it, it's like, uh, hey, what happened to uh, what happened to Bill? <laughs> like, yeah, it's the, the, the he was on here, wasn't he? It was the other the guy who won the bet. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Scott Tyler. So like, yeah. So the guy got whipped out. I wonder if anyone saw it. Or if it's just kind of like, I hope not. Where do you go? Do you think there was a? Ah. <laughs> yeah, did he eat? Fell. Followed by a thunk, I imagine. Ugh, he actually yelled as he went through the air. Someone's gonna have to autopsy to figure out what happened here. Splat. <laughs> hey Jeff, I've I got can a, see my house from I've here. got another place uh, near and dear to your your heart in Turner. You did that already. I know that's the whole joke. I, the Enchanted Forest in Turner, Oregon. Have you ever heard of that? I've been. We talked about a, a, a recent episode. I've been in the Enchanted Forest a few times. Well, hey, this is see exactly near and dear to your heart. It is I, near and dear to my heart. I, I, I was child. I was paying attention to you. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Enchanted Forest is a whimsical 20-acre amusement park located in Turner, Oregon on a small patch of hilly, wood, hilly wooded land next to Interstate 5 just south of Salem, Oregon. The park was created and hand-built by Roger Toft over a period of seven years in the late 1960s. The park first opened to the public in 1971. Much of the park's handcrafted nature from life-size childhood nursery statues and oddly shaped buildings can make you feel uneasy. I have to show you some photos well, Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what nursery. These are, is that Humpty Dumpty? Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Is okay. he open or is he on the wall? Or is he on the so wall? This is a building. Oh, that, hell no. Like one yeah, of the yeah, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is that, Hansel and Gretel witch? Yeah, and so that's a building going to. And then uh, Why here, would you go to this place here is it's adorable is that that's that just looks so like so lovely now that's so much cute fun. Like, i mean that that's, that's cute and whimsical like, is that i say mystical the humpty even? dumpty one is more like oh a little artistic style was that humpty it. dumpty over there that was humpty yeah. dumpty you know the thing about humpty dumpty what's that no not to get off on an offshoot we assume he's an egg right but he's 
He's not. He was never mentioned as an egg. He's right. just a person. Well, wasn't yeah. Humpty Dumpty but actually a cannon? He does crack like an egg, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but for, for the sake of Don't kids, what breaks open? Yeah, fall yeah, eggs. Kind of fall. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, it, Humpty Dumpty is actually a cannon, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff, oh. okay, Jeff, can you name off any of the attractions at Enchanted Forest since you've been there so many times? Uh, there's Alice in Wonderland's keyhole. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, there's a one. cave structure you can rummage around oh, through. Okay. A lot there's of holes. a giant witch with a mouth for a door. More holes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a water flume <laughs> ride. I don't know what it was called, but that's you, true. there's a wet the water The big ride. timber log ride. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, that's. That's all I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, there's the uh, the ice mountain bobsled roller coaster. Uh, it's 100, 100 feet tall, 1,600 feet of track. The challenge of Mondor, not Mordor, Mondor. I, I got excited. Uh, it's a royalty free. You search for Mondor the wizard who sends you off on a quest to fight the creatures of the dark to free the happy little drumlins. Mm. What? Also royalty free. Do you, you remember drumlins. the drumlins? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an interactive target shooting adventure. It keeps your score while you battle. That's kind of oh, cool. And of dope. course, there's a haunted house too. Because what's a theme park without a, without a haunted house? Uh, you can visit the spirits of the haunted house if you dare which is great so uh now uh employees have reportedly felt the presence of ghosts on the haunted mansion and the challenge of mondo ride so much so that the travel channel's ghost adventures went to go check out the park themselves so this is obviously big enough that they actually brought a show about zach bagans i guess so yeah and uh, during Ghost Adventures, the team Go. chatted with Ashley Toft, park manager, and Roger Roth's granddaughter, uh, though never, never personally experiencing any... Did you just say Roger Roth when you meant Roger Toft? Uh, well, no, well, it's, it says Roger Roth on here, but uh, that's Ben's fault because he wrote Roth. He, so he's taking credit for <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. You can't say it. it should be Roger Toft. Thank you, Jeff, for, yeah, no for, for picking that up. Uh, yeah. Ben, shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, though never personally experiencing any supernatural phenomena in the haunted house, Toft admitted the attraction made her feel anxious and overwhelmed. She took the team on a walk through the old house filled with handcrafted props and cold spots attributed to otherworldly presences. That's a thing, right? Like, yeah. ghosts yeah. give off cold spots when you walk mm -hmm. around. You're supposed to feel them. Mm -hmm. And The idea is that a ghost, in order to uh, manifest in some way or interact with this physical plane is that it draws energy mm -hmm. and temperature is just a, a form of energy and so one way is that you feel cold other popular ways that you've seen on shows like ghost adventures yeah. are batteries being depleted like that right? that were supposed yeah, right. to be charged up yeah. Yeah. They suck things, your soul. things yeah. that we have experienced ourselves at, when we were professional ghost hunters we were we were yeah. once we, you're a professional it, you never go back so I, I like to think that you're all <laughs> still professional uh, ghost like, hunters yeah oh, that's like true we did back. we did tie trevor to a bed as a professional ghost that hunter happened. with <laughs> we did yeah, yeah. and i and left him for no. an hour i needed therapy yeah I, you, yes i don't know but seriously straight up and jeff shins i saw that also happened jeff fell asleep and then he banged his shins a lot uh but i heard some wild stuff that that night that's yeah anyway haunter check, check out haunter out. if you're a first member of a rooster teeth um well speaking of the the electricity and the cold stuff or the the energy type thing mm -hmm. operator chris dunn who was part of the show uh he had experienced and he had an inexplicable encounter one morning in 2016 while prepping the wizard themed target shooting attraction for the day he explained how he heard footsteps behind him but no one was there and quote five seconds later is just like i got hit with this energy right through me he said it made me feel really dizzy and then i got the chills later that day the same thing happened with more intensity he took photos of the ride not in operation and captured images of what looks like an orb that changes shape in three sequential Ooh, photos. Ghost Ooh. orb. Ghost orb. Wait, it changes shape? Yeah, they, they move around. So you see orbs a lot. We got, we, I think we caught an orb in Louisiana at one point during one of the Haunter shoots. I That's wouldn't be surprised. A, yeah, I put it in my hat. 
It's in my closet. Yeah. You caught it? Lucky orb. The Ghost Adventures team spent the night in the park and experienced some of these things for themselves, from feeling a chilling energy in the challenge of Mondor to communicating with a spirit in the haunted house. But perhaps even more interesting than the paranormal activity itself is the is its origin. The haunted house was built along with the rest of the attractions, and the challenge of Mondor was constructed in 2006, but no tragedy has occurred in the park. So where did the spirits come the forest. from? Forest. Kind of. It's the, the forest. Here we go. forest. We got a poltergeist situation here. Would you would you lock yourself down at this place? Would you go? First of all, in the daytime when Why it's open. Are you asking me? Do I, do I look Would like? Would you I'm go? Oh, okay. So first and foremost, I'm <laughs> okay. one of those people that that's a quick hell no. Okay. I would go because you're shuffling so many meat bodies into this theme <laughs> yeah. park. Like what, no. are, what are the chances? No, no, right? I'm a beacon. A ghost can only do so are much. You're a beacon. I'm a beacon. You've attracted activity a, in your past. I am a beacon. All right. And I'm falling right yeah, behind you. Yeah, 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 let her catch mm -hmm, everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is that what no. the B in BK stands for? Beacon, baby. It's beacon catcher is basically what it is. Uh, so we, we have a poltergeist situation. In August of 1846, so this is a long time ago, Oregon settlers and Native American tribes of the Willamette Valley fought a bloody battle in the present-day Salem known as Battle Creek. Willamette Valley. First of all, yes, I said it wrong so many times because we Willamette? did an episode. Willamette. The dream survey happened in Willamette. Willamette. So, yes. Okay. I'm, so, I'm glad we're correcting it task now. Task force out there has been like, no, 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 that's not how you say it. This is awesome. Something yeah. else happened in this place. Yeah. So the Ghost Adventures team believes the energy could cause the manifestation in the theme park, which was built in close proximity to the gruesome fight. So it happened <gasps> nearby. Oh. So maybe wind is pushing the spirits over into the enchanted forest. The spirits and... trying to get back, but the wind is pushing it away <laughs> like a current. So there you go. So that's it's, that's kind of wild. That you know, like a bad place in general. They just it's moved like the somebody headstones. blew Jeff. on a ghost dandelion and it just carried all the, <laughs> yeah. all the spirits over. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that sounds like a cool place. So Jeff, you, you think we should go there sometime? Dude, yeah. I would love to. I've been as a kid and then as an adult. And uh, Fredo, you have nothing to be afraid of. It's uh, uh, it's actually quite. It's like a kids <laughs> theme park. It's very lovely. It's oh, not even. You, you guys know. get the day shift. Red okay. web. BK. We'll take the night shift. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, since you guys since you're taking BK, I'll go annual pass to take seat. me. No, no, I'll, I'll be the guy in the nice seat back. Switch a route. I can go during the day. Yeah, you can go on all the drop rides, Ooh. and all the crazy roller coasters. Like yeah, I'm going go at night. I'm gonna go at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going at night. <laughs> <laughs> Those drop rides are so much scarier at night, though. That's true. Well, you can close your eyes. Though. I'm pretty sure yeah, they'll be true. closed, right? You don't need the lap bars down at night. No, dude. Right now, so Universal Studios doing Halloween Horror Nights as we speak right now, which we're trying to get out to. We're trying to get out. We're locking something in very soon. That park is open till 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, and not only that, it's all filled with like loud scary. screaming noises and yeah. music and people in costumes trying to yeah. scare you. It's awesome. I was there just a few weekends ago, maybe two. At Universal and, yeah, and I Yeah, and I was watching as they were setting some of these things up. Mm. So I got some really cool photos of these things set up but not active yet. Sure. Yeah. So I was there in the twilight era yeah. of them like, I, I just yeah. wish I got to see it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so cool. It is really neat because like when we were there last time as like we went for Halloween Horror Nights, Jeff and I did last year. And if you go during the day and then you go at night, it's like two entirely different theme parks. Ooh. It is the coolest experience watching it turn over. That That's being cool. said, you know how you're talking earlier about this, you know, the, um, the one ride where just kind of you're in a seat and the chain's yeah, like the, you. The you mean the one that yeah. killed Steven Tyler? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, Aerosmith? Aerosmith? What? Rock and Roller Coaster? <laughs> <laughs> was, that what, was that who it killed? It was uh, Something it was, Tyler. Steve, uh, what was Steve his? Perry? Steve Perry. Should have been out. Scott Tyler. Scott Tyler. Yeah. So his brother. So yeah. imagine you're you're on that ride at night, or, okay. right? Or you, the ride's going on. Mm -hmm. Horrifying. And then a tragedy happens. Guy goes flying. And you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. That's terrifying in itself, but also they'd be pretty hard to find at night, right? No, oh, they just at get some point off. you gotta find the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In I the morning, well lit. 
Are they? As they're soaring through there's the a air lot of the like, night? There's a lot of like woodsy areas behind yeah. fences and stuff. Yeah, they oh, catch yeah. people at fall, right? I feel like yeah. it, there's, you know, step one, oh my God, shock and awe. I can't believe sure. that happened. Step two, where? Step two, oh no, where, they landed where, in the corn they, maze out back. <laughs> we'll never <laughs> find them. If you saw a body go flying, well, no, like I'm the sure people have a trail. the ambulance come, you just go, that way? <laughs> yeah. I will say if you're like, it's early in the morning and you haven't started yet and you're just doing test rides and maybe the other guy's not paying attention and the ride comes back around and he's just not on it and you have that like three minutes of like, huh, I wonder yeah. what happened. You have to like, yeah. like, <laughs> they like start like, was he on there? Like, if he didn't I make a noise, if he, or if he was see, out. It's if he like, can't see the general direction he flies, yeah, right. yeah it could be hard to find a body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? These are good points. We should we should do some tests. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> next episode of immersion. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to Annual Pass. We're going to take one second to tell you a little bit about our sponsor today, which I'm a big fan of. It's Thirty Morbid Minutes, and another awesome podcast from Rooster Teeth. Do you ever find yourself awake in the middle of the night reading real-life stories that make your skin crawl, the creepy history behind Victorian nursery rhymes, or tales of sleep paralysis demons? That's horrifying. Perhaps you've seen the haunting images of corpses on Mount Everest, read the last meal request of death row prisoners, or experimented with seances on spirit boards. If you've ever wondered, hey, what the heck exactly is necro-cannibalism? I'm wondering that now. Then 30 Morbid Minutes is the new podcast for you. Hosted by Elise Willems and Jessica Vasami, each episode investigates a new topic ranging from the macabre to morbid to downright creepy. Sourced straight from history and the headlines of today. Give it a listen. It's a little bit more intense, so maybe if you got younger listeners, maybe, uh, maybe eh, I don't know about that one. Maybe give it a listen first and then let them listen to it. But it, it is absolutely fantastic. You can subscribe right now on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday and Mondays for RT First members as well. So give it a listen. Tell them we sent you their way and enjoy 30 Morbid Minutes. Now, back to the show. All right. Well, you know, we, we, we talked about Six Flags, talked about Enchanted Forest. Let's dive into some of the big, bad mysteries from Disney. Ooh, so okay. Disney, you know, obviously millions and millions of people go through Disney parks over the years. Lots of people don't come back from Disney, uh, which is a quiet what? thing. So the big the big they thing. They fall in love with it. Wait, 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 wait. They call, they're Orlandoans. They yeah. move to Orlando. They, oh, they make they it their own They're like Disney adults. Uh, maybe like make you would just scoop like you Disney, up They're like the inside. parrot heads of Disney. And yeah. Thing. So Disney's done a very good job of presenting the whole idea of like, no one ever dies at Disney. It's not true. People die at Disney a lot, actually. Qu oh. Quite a few every single year. Uh, oddly enough, the majority of people that pass away while at Disney are usually done through some inflicted wounds is a lot of people will go to Disney and commit suicide and so like because you know you have enough hotels you have enough people there are they like sacrificing their blood to Mickey <laughs> I mean you've been on vacation with family before you know I can, can get you I've been on vacation with you yeah yeah you, you made it I'm back so it you happy. yeah but uh, but see that's the most common occurrence that like that happens shockingly more often. I'm than just you would emotional. Think. I just want an emotional roller coaster of shock, awe, and then sadness yeah. because they just wanted to go in the happiest place on earth. Yeah, yeah. and we'll oh, talk about. I lost souls. So the important not... thing though is that it was a roller coaster, which is appropriate for this. <laughs> yeah. Is there a ride so called the emotional roller coaster? Yeah, we should look into that. So uh, it's not like Fantasia, like Mickey's, like it's like a, like a cult robe, it's not like a magic robe. No, no, not nothing like that. This is yeah, this is. Anyway, that's a, it's a whole creepy, <laughs> horrible thing. Uh, but let's talk about some things that have happened and some spooky stuff that have happened across some of the different parks and rides over all the years. Uh, Trevor, you have a question, I was going to say, can we, before we dive in, if unless you guys know the deets, should we guess as to which ride 
attracts the most haunt. We can talk about That'd that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I would yeah. love I pirates, that kind of stuff. Okay, so Pirates of the Caribbean. Small world. Oh, small, small world. world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's mountain. old. I'll give That's that to you. There's a lot of history on that more one. More people it's lose also, their minds on theory. small world than their than their life. So I mean, I thought those things were alive as a kid. Like, I was worried really? there's going to be an army of small Do you think, children singing this <laughs> Like, maybe lost children <laughs> become puppetified. They yeah. become into the ride. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the ride. And they become these little things. Oh, yeah. You become a part of you, right? For sure. Like how there's one real skull left on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. supposedly three of the children, uh, three of the souls of real children are, are still in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, human remains. Characters in it's a small we'll, we'll talk Wait, about human really? remains in a bit too. Actually, well, there's oh. there's quite a few of them. A lot of people uh, spread ashes. Yeah. When we talk about that. Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's a thing that happens at Haunted Mansion. I don't know. I think that might be on the list I've got okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Ben says it is. So when you're we'll, we'll talk about Haunted Mansion on the ride and you get a strange taste in the air, it's <laughs> ew. Somebody's windy Uncle day? Carl. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Okay, let's let's get into it. Uh, how many of you guys here, have, have you guys been to Disneyland before? Yes. 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 What's Disneyland? No. <laughs> you, you've never been to Disneyland. Okay. Disneyland. Be, no. The one that's the one in Anaheim in California. So you've not yeah. been there. Everyone else pretty I've much been there. I went um, to Walt Disney Elementary School, which was like really. Yeah. Wait, you did? Yeah. That was wow. you. Did that they have his me. head in a display case? It was Disney themed to all hell. <laughs> and You're yeah, great. That sounds terrible. Yeah. What? It's like an actual Disney like in San Francisco. No, no, this was in uh, Anaheim. I lived there for like three years. I didn't know you lived in Anaheim. Yeah. What oh, do you think okay. pushed him out of Anaheim? Van Skate Park and all that kind of stuff. But um, uh, yeah, no, it was Walt Disney Elementary School. That's crazy. That's cool. I didn't know that that existed. That's yeah. we'll have to look into that. Um, so everyone is here. Has everyone ridden the Matterhorn? Yes. Yes. That's the one. Is it's it's the the roller coaster. The it's the it was the very first steel tube coaster on I think in the U S. Maybe the planet. Well, that wasn't the Viking one. At no, Epcot. no, no. It's not called the Matterhorn. Like no, that was the Maelstrom. Oh, okay, sorry, oh. Yeah, Maelstrom. Is it, sorry. What, describe the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn is it's it's shaped like the Matterhorn Mountains. Uh, it's a bobsled ride. So okay, it's the one that has one was two out tracks. When I was there. Okay, yeah. So yeah. there's two tracks that both kind of go side by side. There's a left version, a right version. They're all a little bit different. So uh, there is some sad history behind this one. In 1984, Regina young known as dolly fell from her seat while riding the matterhorn at disneyland and was killed when she was struck by another oncoming boss her seat was unbuckled but we don't know whether she undid it herself or whether whether it was a result of something else uh these days some cast members claim to have felt like someone was watching them during their routine walkthroughs of the ride which are conducted at the end of the day and the area on the track where young uh where she died is actually known as dolly's dip and now so is it worst to be the person behind Dolly and yeah. see them go, or is it worse oh, to be the man. person that, that, that Dolly, Dolly hits? Splashes? You're like, I yeah, wanted to yeah. be in the front row, but then that like, happened. which is worse? See someone yeah. get sucked out, or like someone land and bounce off? I yeah, don't want to see a person can't... act like a bouncing object. I mean, that, that's my thing. It's like it's the idea of being in the car that hit her. Like that's a nightmare because you can't stop. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, you, there's no brake you can hit. It's like, well, you're just uh... you just keep going. Oh God! <laughs> and it's not God. like there's napkins or towels. On the I ride. don't want to be in the splash zone. No. Oh, no. How old was Dolly? Uh, she was Please don't be a kid. Uh, not tall oh, enough to ride. No. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Did so you just get with here? that, man? I think yeah. she was child. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so well, he I did went say kind of brutal young. with it. Yeah. Well, you did went brutal. In my head, I somehow I knew it was a child, so I don't know how you guys missed I, it. I they would have left out the bounce part. Bouncing baby. That's what they are, right? 
Uh, have you guys seen the photo of Fabio riding his roller coaster where he got where he hit a dove and broke his nose? Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, no. Yeah. Yeah. That was famous. Can we pull up a photo? Yeah. yeah. So uh Wait, Fabio roller coaster. What? Imagine the, so, the luscious locks. So Fabio, uh, who is the you know, the cover the cover uh, uh like the handsome novels. model. Who uh, he was like on all the, the romance books, you know. So uh, there was a roller coaster, and there was a character on the roller coaster, like a Zeus or a Thor or something, and they modeled it after Fabio. And so they had him ride it for the inaugural opening. So it's him and all of these women dressed oh like Athenian goddesses. God. He's riding it in the front row, and a dove flew in front of him, and he hit it no and broke way, his nose. Uh, <laughs> so he pulled no back way. into the station, is covered in blood, not like surrounded by these goddesses. Like, Jeff, oh, no, who Fabio, is, Fabio. Who is the pitcher? He was Randy Johnson. Johnson. Randy Johnson. Yeah, Randy Johnson. He pitched oh. and he hit a bird. He right? exploded bird. that bird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still on the dove thing. I didn't know doves were in the wild. That's why they cry. Yeah, like, Excuse oh, me. Damn it, be right. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there I've only ever seen them. We didn't know released. doves were in. You didn't know doves <laughs> were only <laughs> seen. Where did they go? Doves are only born and bred in captivity. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen, seen, a seen a free dove roaming doves before. Hold on a second. I've never seen cage-free doves. We can dive into the conspiracy theory that birds might not be real because where do you see pigeons in the wild, dude? You don't. They're only in farms. Until suddenly, boom! It's just like mosquitoes that were made by the gators. Crazy. Wait a minute. Wait. I'm sorry. Are pigeons dirty yes. doves? I believe it. Yes. We got a lot more stories sorry, to get to. Sorry. A lot of, a lot of, let's get away from doves and Fabio. <laughs> uh, all right, so, so many doves in my backyard. So the Walt Disney Firehouse. You know, like um, Main Street USA, when you walk into Disneyland, it's, it's made to look like a kind of like the idyllic town sometime like the 40s, 50s or whatever. And there's a firehouse there. The one in Disneyland actually has an apartment built above it, and that's where Walt Disney would stay when he was working on property at Disneyland, mm -hmm. right? So if you're well-versed in Disney lore, you're probably already aware of the fact that there's an apartment above Firehouse Main Street at Disneyland. During construction of the park, which began July 16, 1954, with opening day just a year later on July 17, 1955, Walt Disney, the man himself, wanted a place to stay on the property. It wasn't large, about 500 square feet, but it was convenient for those late nights and early mornings as Walt oversaw the Disney dream coming to life. Um... As a tribute to Walt, there's a light that's always left on in the apartment's front window. So you can see it now, oh. you can walk in, you can see the light always lit Good. in the front window. But according to legend, this wasn't always the case. It's said that one day, a cast member looking after the apartment tried to turn the light off before leaving, just kind of absentmindedly. However, when she came back later, the light had turned back on creepy according to one version she actually left the building noticed the light on upstairs went back to turn it off went back downstairs noticed it on again even went back upstairs unplugged the lamp only to find it you guessed it on again when she went downstairs the, the last time she went up there just mm. to, to deal with the light it said she heard a voice waltz maybe say i'm still here mm. I, I, I was about to say the light window has always been on ever this since this is just then. an employee and a janitor at yeah, all it's gotta here. be right, yeah, right. Someone's cleaning up this is Always on. What? Can yeah. I, I ha can I share a brief story? Of course, Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. I probably told this on other shows and podcasts in the past, but uh, as you, at least Jack, probably knows, I used to live in a haunted house. Mm -hmm. uh, the 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 previous house I had, like uh, before my divorce, uh, where I lived, was super super haunted. It was a whole thing where Bernie's kid was scared to come to the house because there were ghosts in the ceiling. Uh, they, they look like clouds, and the, Millie used to draw ghosts all the time. Oh it was weird. God. You got a, you've got a ghost tattoo. That Millie <laughs> I got a ghost tattoo that Millie drew. Um, from that house, but one time uh, it was well known that we had ghosts in the house, and that I would once we got over the the, the weirdness of it, it just kind of became like a feature, and so you, you just like talk to it sometimes if it was being annoying and it would go well, away. And one time uh, I went into the downstairs bathroom. It was before there was an upstairs, so it was only at the downstairs bathroom. Uh, I went into the bathroom, 
uh, to wash my hands. I turned the light on and I started to wash my hands in the like the pedestal sink and the light turned off. And I was like, all right, knock it off, ghost. And I went back and I turned the light back on and I went back to wash my hands and the light turned off again and the to- there was a towel on the uh, shower rack uh, hanging and then two towels on the towel rack. So on different sides of the bathroom and the lights turned off in both towels, like all three towels hit the ground. Oh, the same hell Wait, so the switch actually no. yeah, kicked? You, the actual- yeah. Yeah, like I flipped it up, yeah. turned the light on, and, and then went down. and started washing my hands, and I flipped back down, and I was like, knock it off, ghost. And I went over, and I flicked it on again, oh, harder no. this time, making sure that I, yeah, I yeah. didn't just like half hit it, right? Got back to the sink, was able to turn the water on and start washing my hands, so like eight seconds, turned back off, and then all the towels in the room hit the ground. No, nah, I'm out of there. Did you sit on the ground sold. and slide across your kitchen floor or anything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That house is sold. No way. <laughs> well, the, so the I'm, rules, here, I'm here to say it can happen. The okay. rules, man. You don't you don't talk back. You don't acknowledge its existence because you don't know what it actually is. Mm. Yeah, we'd been living together for a while at that point. Oh, so there was a trust girl. Okay, you that know freaked what? me <laughs> out though. That freaked me out. I wasn't happy in yeah, that moment. Because yeah. that, I think that he just like broke BK. By the way, I can tell you more stories uh, offline if you. Oh want please. Yeah. Well, you're like tapping That's... to core memory of like me being younger because I, I told y'all i'm a beacon so like stuff definitely happens to me and feelings are very strong but like as you were describing the towels i vividly remember children that i spoke to Ew. as a kid in my house in florida really a hundred percent do you think any of those kids died at disney i don't know because it's florida you never know, you never know. It's but disney or alligators it's right? disney, disney or alligators, alligators. it's 50 50 yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well. speaking of remains and creepy kids oh, and whatnot. Oh, no, not more creepy kids. Let's get into it. So, What, what do they talk about? We'll have to talk about this later. So oh. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a very, very big ride at Disneyland, Disney World. Haunted Mansion everywhere. All the different parks have a different version of it. Uh, at Disneyland California, legend has it that a little boy's mother spread his ashes in the Haunted Mansion without getting the park's permission to do so. Ever since then, he's allegedly heard periodically crying for his mother at the end of the ride. He's apparently been spotted at Pirates of Pirates of the Caribbean 2, which is right next door to Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. For what it's worth, Disneyland's official stance on ash scattering is that it doesn't happen. According to a story in the LA Times in 2007, people do ask from time to time, but they're always told no. Additionally, it's worth noting that alleged ash scattering is connected to a wide variety of urban legends spread across a bunch of parks and rides. I will say this happened when I was working at the park. Uh, people will go in and quietly sneak in ashes and scatter them. Like in their pockets? Yeah. Yeah, I assume yeah. especially the like water rides dust? make Pocket sense. Ash, like yeah. it's really easy to just. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, BK. No, though, I was just thinking though, all the rides that would make sense, like roller coaster, no, but there's so many like water rides that like absolutely make sense. Like the, the dust just goes and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing is with these, especially like Haunted Mansion, there are cameras on every square inch of that attraction. Oh, and I didn't know that. if they see you doing it they will stop the ride shut down the ride kick everyone out and and a hazmat team will come and pick up those ashes yeah just start vacuuming How do you pick those them up ashes in the dust? Up. i mean like it's still it's still in the uh, water have you ever seen ash like like yes like yeah it's it, it's thick enough that you know okay. if, yeah. it's, it's, if it's piled yeah, but once know. it hits the wind dude like it's right. Right. not, it's not, not to get into the weeds you're with sitting stories there again, there's cannons flying you're on a ship my you know? mom covered a family and my dad when she spread <laughs> right, his ashes right. at the beach like it was brutal well i mean i'm talking more specifically seasoning at that i'm talking more Sorry. I'm talking specifically Haunted Mansion, which is all indoors. I know it feels like you go outside, but it it's all true. indoors. It is true. It does feel like yeah, you go outside in like, the graveyard. There's though. some moving. There's, there's some like wind AC or something. Oh, I mean, yeah. air conditioner, but I mean, yeah. like, we have air conditioner in this room. Do you think you could throw ash and it would, it would blow away? I bet right if I, now? I got some of my dad at home right now. I bet if I threw him in, <laughs> oh in front of an air conditioner, he, it, it would, yeah, it would spread. 
Oh my gosh. So really what this is, you got some dad at home. So really what this is, is kind of like a biohazard. Yeah, yeah, and that's happened. I mean, that happens a lot where people like, oh, you know, my son like love this ride. I want to, you know, let him rest here. And it's like, ooh, that's still a place where literally millions of people go through every day. You don't don't know what happened. Maybe not. Maybe no ride is worth riding forever. Take my ashes and sprinkle into a PC. Let the fan just blow me out. There you go. There you go. Just run through a 2080 Ti on the way out to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Through your demise, they could grave. they could create a new like ash cooling technology that could oh, revolutionize the yeah, like high end PC uh, market. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting canned air and I'm blowing you back out. Get out of my PC! You're mucking up my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BK, let's jump over to uh, let's jump over to an attraction that exists in Walt Disney World at okay. Magic Kingdom. But this happened at the the Disneyland version of it. But you are probably sure. the only person I can almost guarantee has ridden this attraction. Okay, Uh-oh. it's in Tomorrowland. Yes, it's not a don't scary attraction. Don't tell me it. Don't tell me it's Space Mountain. No, it's not Space Mountain. Okay, I got so nervous. I love that ride. No, no, no. I okay. mean, I'm sure stuff is happening. Actually, wait. Hey, I'm I'm sure just kidding. My, ne- my next story is about Space Mountain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see but it. That's not the one. There's that's no not the one I was way. talking about. There's nothing okay. about that's Space not the one I was talking Mountain, about. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. It's it's a real slow attraction. It's more of a stage show kind of thing. Oh. And then maybe there's a, a great big beautiful great, tomorrow. Great, beautiful tomorrow. Oh man, I don't know the name of that. The Carousel, the Carousel of Progress. Oh, okay. Progress. So the Carousel Progress. of Progress. In 1974, this is Disneyland. In 1974, 18-year-old Deborah Stone was crushed to death while working as a hostess at the America Sings attraction at Disneyland, <laughs> uh, which America Sings took over for what Carousel of Progress okay. was. That moved out to Orlando uh, with the opening of the park out there, mm-hmm. and so they replaced Carousel of Progress with America Sings. Um, so America Sings was the rotating theater that had previously previously housed the Carousel of Progress. On the evening of July 8th, Stone was caught between the rotating theater wall and the stationary yeah. wall yeah. and died as a result. Yeah, so, that it's, that's bad. So the way this attraction works, it's oh, a big ring man. where in the middle of the ring is like a, sh- a show. It's got animatronics and they tell the story. They tell stories. The whole theater rotates and there's five sections. Like there's five yeah. kind of like yeah. pizza slices. And so you move to the next one, but there are stationary walls and then the whole thing moves. And so uh, Deborah Stone managed to get herself in between the moving wall and the My stationary God. wall. <laughs> And she was crushed, crushed Ugh, to death. See, a lot of the previous deaths bad. felt like Fallen Destination. This feels like Saw. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. safety light was subsequently put in, which warned the attraction's operator when people got too close to this dangerous area. Additionally, the stationary walls were later replaced with breakaway ones. The building recently housed innovations and superhero headquarters, all those attractions closed in 2016. As is often the case when senseless tragedy occurs, uh, one of the ways that people have coped with this upsetting loss is by creating a ghost story for it. In this case, Debbie Stone has become sort of a guardian angel. It's said that cast members were working on the attraction, which was open until 1988, used to hear a voice warning them, be careful if they got too close to the walls. Mm. That is an attraction. So Carousel of Progress is out at, at Magic Kingdom now <laughs> in Tomorrowland. And that one, so you sit down and the, there's no buckles, there's no seatbelts. Nah. It's just a moving theater, a big movie theater. But if you stand up during that show, they will shut it down. They like, they do not mess around. They do not suffer fools on that one. Like I've been on that attraction where someone got up and they're like, no, no, sit down. And they didn't rotate it. And we ended up rewatching the same scene. And then people got tired. They then stood up because uh, they were no. tired. Like, all right, we're going again. We watched the same scene five times in a row until people, until people yeah. literally stood up and started exiting the ride, and they had to evac the whole ride. Did you get in trouble? No, I, I wasn't was there. For, I mean, I was, was watching. Him. I was one of the last ones. Like, still, they're like, like cast member says, sit down. I'm sitting down. I'm not getting up. I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> so anyway, I would have been like, Jay, check this out. <laughs> yeah. I like this one. Yeah, yeah. Stand up. Yeah. Well, mm, I feel like. 
uh, breakaway walls should have been part of the principal engineering, right? Yeah. If you could find a pinch point that people can get to yeah. in the moving segment, then well, I feel like that's a red flag. Safety I mean, has been a learning process through, yeah, that's through our true. society. I saw on Reddit the other day, uh, child, you guys might have seen it, a kid's playground from like 1912, and it was the most dangerous structure. <laughs> Is it it was like three and stories like, tall and made it's just of just like eye beams and you yeah, walk and across. Yeah, kids are like hanging off of it. It just looked like, you know, 18 kids died a week playing on that thing. <laughs> Jeez. You know what? You're right. We stand on the, the shoulders of giants before hobbled us that, giants. that learned <laughs> yeah. all the hard lessons. Hobbled, broken... <laughs> Not uh, turns out not made of stone giants. Right, right, <laughs> shoulders and pile. Uh, well, BK, this one's for you. Let's talk about Space Mountain. No. Oh, man. So, yeah. Mister One Way. Uh, some accounts describe Mister One Way as a red-haired man with a red face. Others say he's a kid dressed in '70s era clothing. The stories say he tends to hang out in the queue for Space Mountain, although whether or not he talks to people while while waiting varies depending on who you ask. The red-haired man apparently doesn't, but the boy does. Although it's worth noting that the kid version of Mister One Way doesn't have any knowledge of the changes made to the park since the '70s, according to some video footage found though mr so mr one way doesn't wait in the queue at all he appears only at the actual ride cars approaching them from the opposite side of the waiting area the side on which the people are supposed to exit the ride sitting down in any empty seats he can find it said he disappears right before you hit the final tunnel at the end of the ride for what it's worth a second ghost dub disco debbie is also said to haunt space mountain although her story is even weirder she apparently glows in the dark Oh, I want to meet cool. Mr. One Way and Disco Debbie. They sound cool. They sound Disco, fun. Disco Debbie might be ruining the immersion <clears throat> of the space with all that glow. Yeah. No, yeah. it would. I if I saw Disco Debbie uh -huh. in Space Mountain, literally uh -huh. one of the darkest rides you can ride yeah. on. Yeah. I would. You'd hear like. Woo! <laughs> what is that? You hear a very significant change in my fear factor level. BK, imagine you're the second to last seat. And there's, you know, everyone else is in front uh -huh. of you. And as you're going on Space Mountain, you're kicking off this ride, the person in front of you, they're looking forward, but their head spins no! backwards. Oh, and yeah. then you go right Mr. Oh, one right. Way back, like, no, Mr. What? We look one way. Look the right way. I like, I like the way this ride looks from the back. Oh. <laughs> Space Mountain in general is just a spooky attraction, especially I know the one in, in Magic Kingdom. And, you know, like you usually wait to ride a roller coaster, you put your hands up and whatnot. No. You can touch stuff. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. do that. It's oh, no, like, no. I mean, I guess it's been grandfathered in. I mean, like stuff like that now, like uh, there's like an entry. In. Well, there's an entry port. Like where it's like you're breaking the atmosphere and yeah. it's like all glows like and yeah. you literally just touch the ceiling yeah. and then as you're coming back you re-enter the atmosphere and it's another thing where it's like red same deal you can just reach up and touch it I can touch it I have touched it well you're tall yeah but still it's like I shouldn't be able to that's, that's the thing. true yeah. so, that you shouldn't again we're yeah. talking about safety here you shouldn't grandfather in these things because yeah. grandfather used to play on whatever metal Old, spiky yeah. conundrum that the 1912s <laughs> had but like yeah yeah so it's, it, then stuff would fall off i've got a personal ghost story i'll tell now it's not on the list here we, i i've mentioned it before i think i've told jeff this story he was very disappointed so i did the walt disney world college program back in 2002 spring of 2002 i know i may have brought so it up a you couple had times. the elementary and you had the college yeah and mm. uh when i worked at it at disney it was disney mgm studios now disney's hollywood studios i worked at the great movie ride which is the ride that's housed inside the chinese theater right yes. like you walk in the park you see it right in front of you there was a giant blue annoying hat in the way when i was working there but that's mm -hmm. gone now uh the ride is no longer there has been replaced by mickey minnie's runaway railway great attraction still not as good as the movie ride but whatever 
when I was there, uh, you basically, we have to cycle the vehicles through. So we have these giant vehicles that hold 70 people. They're real slow moving vehicles, top speed of like four miles an hour, if that. And, uh, and when you're going throughout the day, sometimes you run go like dead shows. So like a show, if we're not too busy, we'll literally run an empty vehicle just to kind of space out people and just give people breaks and whatnot. So I was on, I was running a dead show one day, which you still have to go through the whole motions, do all the speed changes and everything like that. It's just, you have no one on it. You're not spieling to anyone. And in the finale, I was in car number 11 because there's like there's like 14 cars. Car 11, I'm sitting there and uh, watching the finale and that's where usually where it'll park. And all of a sudden my e-stop came on. So the e-stop will come on and not allow you to move the attraction if something's gone wrong. And I noticed row six, the door had opened, which is Ooh. odd because no one was on it. And row six, the door had popped, which, you know, you can't just open them. There's a button you have to right. hit to unlock all the doors, but the row had popped open. It's like, huh, that's weird. So I got out of the car, I shut it, went back, re restarted it and it was fine. Um, and then I went around to the dock and I was like, hey, like I told the manager, like, hey, my door popped open. And he's like, oh, were you on car 11? I was like, yeah. Ooh. He goes, oh, yeah, oh. that's the that's the haunted car. And I was like, oh, what? yeah, it is. Okay. So the, the park opened in 89 or opened up in, in 1989. And apparently early on in the attraction, an older gentleman with his family, like a grandfather, actually had a heart attack and passed away, supposedly in the finale of the attraction no. in car 11 on row six. No. And. Apparently, every now and then, in the finale, on dead shows, he'd, he'd open the door for himself. He's like, yeah, I and gotta so, get out of here. Yeah, and so uh, that ha that happened to me. I That was a first-hand experience for me. So, uh, you Well, know, you got the experience, and then you got the story layered over yeah. it, so yeah. you couldn't look for anything yeah, right. that happened. You just were like, oh, this, and happened. this is what happened. And then I, people went, oh, but that's like point for point how this story yeah. goes. That's now, crazy. And I have no reason to believe that my manager was messing with me. Like, yeah, uh, apparently right. this was a thing. So it's like, all right, that's well, something. Also, eventually probably would have been like, ah, I was just messing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I now mean, the door pops like he popped. So, you you assume weird. he was getting off, but who knows? Something may have been getting on. That's, that's true. <laughs> you might be very lucky right now. I was hoping Perhaps. that you would turn around and you would see someone. No, no. I, I, mean, I didn't even think of anything because I was like, oh, oh, that's weird. And this shut it. And I was like, oh, whatever. No big deal. Yeah. Because I didn't know anything about it. So yeah. very, very spooky. Now, Did it now, happen again at all? No, no, no. That was the only time it ever happened to me. It may have happened to other people, but I mean, it was a, some, it was something that was so uh, inconsequential that no one thought of it. You know, yeah. it was like not a big deal. You Did know? you ever ride car 11 by yourself? again uh probably i mean yeah. honestly like i mean we never try to recreate the, the uh no no i mean i sit i'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting and he goes <laughs> <laughs> he shakes at the door and he goes no it's sturdy it's good yeah. they're all they're held on with like magnets so you know it had to show me pretty significant pop so yeah anyway but that's my personal ghost story and i've got one more ghost story it's my favorite one of okay. all of, of the whole park so this one is something that's actually written in to the manual of the attraction so oh. let's talk about george the ghost George! George the Ghost haunts Pirates of the Caribbean and Florida at the Magic Kingdom. So do you know about George the Ghost? I've heard the stories of George. You've heard the stories of George? He's awesome. So apparently George the Ghost is a construction worker or was a construction worker who died while building Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, the younger Imagineer uh, either fell to, his death while oh, fell to his death while working at the top of the Burning City scene inside the ride, which is towards the end of it, or had a heavy beam fall on him during construction. But either way, George died inside the Pirates building in 1970 before the park opened to the public. Legend has it that since opening day, cast members who open and close the attraction say good morning to George the beginning of the day and good night to him at the close that is written 
in the manual. You have to say goodnight to George the, every single night. That's yeah. literally part of the training now. What and happens if you if don't? You don't? Yeah. If either of these yep. greetings is missed, George is known to cause mischief, yep. such as shutting down the ride, making phone calls from an empty control room, right. and showing up on ride All monitors. Right. Guests have reportedly felt a mysterious chill in the building during the, the city section of the ride, and cast members have had to repeatedly close the door near the famous key-holding dog scene near the exit. The door is now known as George's door. Uh, <gasps> so George is in the Pirates movies. <laughs> yeah, His door made, made it. He, he, made, he made the jump. <laughs> uh, Good job, George. Uh, it's a quote from a cast member. Quote, I know that several times people forgot to do so, and the next day we would experience some difficulties, the cast member wrote. Like tech difficulties? Or- <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like some cast like members actually, have said they've yeah. seen George on the cameras. So uh, the cast members mentioned the doors that would be mysteriously open after being closed oh. and said some cast members actually felt tapping or, p- tapping or tugging on their costumes, but found there was no one ever there. Uh, it's really it's a really fun oh, attraction no. to work in that is known to be haunted the cast members said uh there's one spot in particular though where george is said to hang out more than others and is indeed the final big room within the burning city he is said to often make guests feel his presence or chill when they're next to pirate pig and almost underneath the drunken pirate with the hairy leg the foot. Yeah. many have reported instances with george and even claimed to have captured something on camera too an online forumer forumer weird known as uh marling posted a photo from the mid 2000s uh or mid 2013 of herself and her brother it was taken the first set of caverns as you go through the the mist flowing down blackbeard down with blackbeard's image on it that's oh, now been right, changed right, right. that's yeah. like gone now uh she said she captured a spirit sitting between them the forum uh the person on the forum said she went back and asked the cast members at pirates of the caribbean about it, and they said simply said it was george and i've also heard stories about cast members falling into the water and being helped out of the water Ooh. and then look around and there's no one there wow. so i've, I've oh heard stories george this is a common thing george is well known at magic kingdom I, uh, in florida i think we got to tap the annual passers and the task force at large here mm. you know if you if you work at the parks yeah. i think maybe you don't say you know, you gotta be kind to George, right, but like maybe we do right. a little bit of an experiment where maybe we don't we say a, anything to George a hard for a week. Hat and a tool oh, belt we, ready. We see what happens. <laughs> put George to work. Um, right, right, right. We say also, George if, a hammer. Yeah. Also, if I had an outfit on and then I got tugged on, and I turn around, no one's there. I'm fighting air. I'm, I'm <laughs> shadow balling. All the animatronics. <laughs> I'm swinging like... violently. I'm sorry, George. <laughs> not on purpose, but like you can't just tug people like that. Well, <laughs> Jeff, you're you're the resident uh, a ghost believer. Uh, believer. Yeah. What would you do to help with George at Pirates of the Caribbean? Would would you be with him? Would you be? Would you try to get him to go home? What, what would you do? I would I would follow the rules and not anger the ghost. Okay, okay. He seems happy there, and there, there there's an established procedure to keep George happy. Just keep George happy. <laughs> why why anger George? George is not malevolent yet. Yeah, he's malevolent. Everybody has a bad day. That's true. No. Right? True. Yeah. That's true. BK, have you heard any other stories of George? I mean, obviously, you're a Florida native, so yeah, you've heard of George. He's by, by far the most common guy. I haven't out heard there, anything other stories, but I've heard like what you said about the water and the door 100%. There's time, again, core memories being unlocked. I feel like I might have seen the door. <gasps> Ooh. I feel like I have because when you said that immediately, I went, okay. Because I, I wanted to say it, but I was like, that's weird. What if it's wrong? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. That is crazy. George is very much, I've had friends who have done the program that you're talking mm-hmm. about as well, where they can corroborate that if you do not follow the rules, indeed stuff will happen. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm Go. not going to work in that <laughs> way. What's I'm not going to BK, 5K. You're there yeah. at night by yourself. You can't say goodnight to George. Mm-hmm. I can't say good. No. Do you stay or do you leave and just yeah. not say it? 
you stay the night with George or do you well, leave I, without I saying bye? Stay, I'd have yeah, to stay I the mean, night yeah. because I can't leave. I have to say goodbye before I leave. No, yeah. you can't say goodbye. You no! See, you, you, Why are you yeah. being so rude to George, Fredo? I'm just, I'm what did George just, ever I'm do to you? George BK. never said hi or bye to me. They investigate. <laughs> it's what they do at Red Web. Yeah. We, we poke and prod. Oh, yeah. We poke away. I would give an offering to George. Maybe, you know, mm. maybe we leave the door open for him. Like, mm. you know, yeah. just like Phantom of the Opera, Box 5, empty for his use. Let me leave yeah. in one car. That's true. Jeff just saw Phantom of the Opera, too. I did just see it. Yeah. Were there any ghosts in that one? Not, uh, well, the chandelier. phantom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the chandelier at the beginning of that is just like so awesome. It's so awesome. As you like time travel into the meat of the show. I, get, I got to see it at the place in London where like the original <gasps> location. Oh, yeah. serious? Where, where, it's, where it's been since since uh, day one. Yeah, Same. it was really neat. It was really That's neat. the one show I've seen on Broadway and it was gorgeous. Nice. Yes. A bunch of off Broadway, but. It's the one show I've been made to see too. And I really, really, I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. I consider myself a Phantom fan now. Oh, I've been listening to the music fan. at home on oh, purpose. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Oh, it really it's is inside good. Inside your mind I, is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. very good. I, it got me to watch the Gerard Butler version, which is not as good. No, His I, accent I, comes through heavy, but man, it, always it can does. sing. Nice. Well, speaking of musicals, uh, no, nothing. I got, I got no segue <laughs> oh, there. I, I uh, so <laughs> she's like, wait. I, 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 I could. You gotta do some musical I stuff? Was just, I was just gonna like pair it up, you know, the guy from The Conjuring is in that version of Phantom of the Opera. That's Raul. Oh my God, you're oh. <laughs> There you go. He like horror movie. Comes yeah. back to spooky stuff. Well, <laughs> he's Ed and he's Ed Warren in mm -hmm. The Conjuring that's awesome. series. Uh, so that's all the stories I have written out here. Thank you, producer Ben, for looking these things up. And you know, usually during annual pass, we ask a question of the audience and we say like, hey, we'll go through during our live streams we do monthly and we'll pull down some of the best answers and talk about it. No, no question this week. I just want to ask, have you had an experience at a theme park? And if you have, please let us know what it is and we'll read through some of them during our live stream and we'll, we'll send an autograph park map to uh, those ones we pull down and look at. Because I'm very curious if you encountered George, you know any other cool stories, any theme park out there, let us know because I'd love to hear more. Go to roosterteeth.com, leave a, leave a comment at, on this episode and we'll read through them. I'm, I'm very excited for this because I want to hear more stories like this. This is great. I want to know if anybody else felt weird on the runaway ride because like I felt uncomfortable in the queue and the pre-show. On I the felt, runaway, really? Yeah, I felt vibes really? like it like scary vibes i was not oh, happy that's you still went on the thing well i was already was the in the preview out. theater the, I, there was no way out no that's final destination i'm getting off that plane <laughs> so uh, i don't care then you just get hounded by it this yeah no then, then it just follows you and then <laughs> yeah I'm out. when you feel it you just gotta know you're in it yeah. so uh thank you very much trevor and alfredo for joining us uh do you Thanks guys want to let us. more people know about red web i mean i'm sure if you're, if you're watching the show you probably know what it is but if you want to go through what it is tell us what about red web yeah so red web we are an internet mystery podcast um we also dive into true crime cryptids uh we've kind of splat around everywhere but uh internet mysteries is kind of our bread and butter from there and uh, so we have our audio podcast um and then we are uh actually we started shooting we shot the pilot for our uh show uh Ooh. red web case file it's kind of like Ooh, a little yeah. variety show sometimes we're um answering um uh, stuff from our task force. Our task force is our community. We're answering our questions, or other times we're testing out to see what Bigfoot would smell like. Uh, so a lot of variety. <laughs> I'm so stuff. into it, and I'm excited for that episode. Uh, Jeffrey, yes. Jeff? I, I have a question. Ha have you guys, through the course of your investigations, have you touched on uh, many alien uh, scenarios? Yeah, we talked alien a, about a few aliens. You, have you guys things. covered like the UAP Tic Tacs that everybody's seeing all over the place now? Uh, no, no not, not really. We haven't talked about like the the modern stuff trickling out I would know? love for you guys to get to the bottom of the yeah. phenomenon yeah. so if I you guys could get on that that'd be yeah, we can go ahead and try out. and figure it out uh, we'll, 
put that in the queue. We'll crack it. Nice. Crack that yeah. case right. Wide and so open. you can go uh, listen to Red Web anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes. You guys have a website too or anything or. Uh, we have what is what is the website redwebpod.com or something anyway uh, the the website you should you should go to is youtube.com slash redwebpod there you just go. find us there yeah awesome Easy. excellent well fun time well thank you very much for joining us today it's been a lot of fun uh jeff are you doing you doing okay over there yeah, man. Why are you talking to me? I'm always worried about you. <laughs> we're far. We're far away. We're 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 further away oh, when you typically are. Dads are fighting this. again. I'm sorry, BK. We're not fighting. You know, dads had dinner together last night. It was lovely. Aww. It was really nice. Aww. Wait, without me? Well, uh, I mean, Jeff, you didn't invite BK. Dads you, need their. Jack alone invited time. me to dinner. I can't believe you didn't invite BK. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you very much, Trevor. Alfred, do you feel like you guys learned anything today? Yeah. 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 That I. Didn't like theme parks, and now even more so, I don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Way, I so didn't like the them. Now more so, I don't like that. Don't scare him. Now have reasons to scare him, which absolutely. is awesome. Insane. Which is what the show is all about. Excellent. Well, we'll take you guys some, some theme parks soon. We'll show I'll show you all the ghosts yes. and where they live. It'll be a great time. Come through. <laughs> BK Jeff, you guys have a good time today. Oh yeah, I did up until we found out you didn't invite BK to dinner last night. That was crazy. Was brutal. So brutal. Right at the end. Well, thank you everyone for listening and watching our show. YouTube.com/slash Annual Pass. If you want to see the live version, you can see all of our. Our beautiful faces. Go to store.roosty.com. Grab some annual pass merchandise, including our new I Survived the, the Annual Pass podcast shirt. We got some Halloween shirts up right now, and that supports the show directly. So please spread the word about annual pass. Let other people know about it, and we got to keep making more fun episodes. So until then, we love you. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time. See Bye, ya. everyone.